The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of our podcast. And we are so glad you're with us this morning. And what an exciting time to be looking into the Word of God and all that God has for us. Today, we're going to be in Psalm chapter 84, uh, which, of course, is one of the more favorite of the average pastor, as it references not only the need for worship and the need for celebration, but obviously in simple application, even interpretation, it talks about the need for assembly. And of course, that means the need of church. Now you say, why is that one of the more popular ones amongst pastors? Is it a great way to get more people in the pews? No, honestly, it's just one of the core reasons why we do what we do. To be able to worship corporately, to come together, even as the author of Hebrews said, as God told, put us in Hebrews, that forsaking not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of such is, and assorting one another, and so much the more as we see the day approaching. is just such a constant reminder through the Word of God of the need to gather. And while things like this, I believe, are important, I think they're powerful, I think they're needed, and the avenue of technology in which we can do it today, some of you are going to watch this live. Uh, Some of you will watch this archive later on YouTube or Facebook, or um, some of you are going to listen to this through an audio podcast somewhere. And so while the technology is available to offer so many more tools, and it's a great needed tool, there's something we're going to see and reminded of, there's something absolutely necessary uh, in the aspect of meeting together, of, of assembling, coming together. The Bible calls the church. The word, the word church is from the Greek word ekklesia, called out assembly. We're called out of our homes. We're called out of our communities. We're called out of all the things that generally separate us, the things that make us different. When we walk through a grocery store, uh, you know, we're brought together by the need for food. You know, we come to church, we're brought out of the things that separate us by the one thing that unite us, and that is Jesus. And so he just talks about this, and, 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 not, and, and yeah, we're going to look at interpretation that this is more than just church assembly. There's much about worship, and, but it really comes down to the heart of this. One of the things, I, I strive not to make a huge point. I strive not to ever make someone feel bad about not attending church, um, maybe watching online. For some of you in our day and age, that is what you need to do. And, and, and I think for those of you who need to do this, I'm glad you can join us. I'm glad you're participating with us. Uh, I would say the only thing as a pastor I would say is there's some who don't need to. This has been more, you know, uh, staying online instead of coming to church on a Sunday is more of a convenience. And this is really what I want to look at, what we're missing when we decide to do that. And what God says is such a great need. And we'll see this in this chapter of Psalm, Psalm 84. Uh, the psalmist said this, How amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. Obviously, he's talking about the place of worship. We would say today, churches. He was how amazing, how, how exciting, how powerful it is. I mentioned this, that uh, for the last two Sundays, my family and I, uh, due to COVID coming back into our home, have been on quarantine. And so we've watched church two Sundays. And then last Wednesday, we did church uh, you know, online. So this, this couple days ago, or this last Wednesday, actually, we did, you know, we did church. We're back in church, and I was able to teach. And, and I tell you, it wasn't Sunday morning, but it was just nice to be back around people. And I'm just reminded of how, for to me, and I grew up in church. I love church. It's, it is much of my life. It's, it's a constant reminder of, of the love of God, but it brings an encouragement and a source of strength that it's just, and we'll talk about this, part of what helps us through our daily life. How amiable are thy tabernacles? 
verse 2, he says, My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. He says, my, my soul, you know, simply put, anybody in, in times of struggle, even in good times, anybody who has a love for God understands what was just said in this verse. That my soul desires this. You know, my soul desires, my soul should desire God in the good times when things are going great as we're grateful for God's moving. My soul obviously desires God in the hard times. And Lord, I can't go through this alone. And I, I'm pleading for your, your help, your strength, your grace to do what only you can do and, and to help me in this situation. My soul longs for you. You know, and that is the same idea. Uh, that, that is the premise. And, and, and we find it. Yeah, not, yeah, church is not the only place. The Bible talks about you can find it in your, in, in your closet. You should have time alone. But there is something special about church. It's exactly why God established it. And he told Peter, he says, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And yes, there is the universal church, the body of Christ, but there's something about the local church that God established. And it's powerful and it's needed. Verse 3, he says, The sparrow hath found out house and the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young even thine altars O lord of hosts my king and my god blessed are they that dwell in thy house they will be still praising thee selah he says just like you found a place for all of the animals of the earth this is the place for your family you know when I think of those in my family, my wife and I and our three children, you know, we decide when we're done with all the things of life and we go home, we go to the address that is ours in Levittown. And, it, it, you know, it's not just anybody. Now, we allow people, we invite people over, but generally speaking, you know, when we come home, any one of my kids are going to grab a key, they're going to open that door, they're going to walk in because they are residents of that address. They are part of my family. If someone comes and they want to come in, they can knock, and obviously we'd be happy to open and be an encouragement if we can to them, but they don't have a key. They would have to knock. They would have to seek entrance. And, and this is the premise, is the difference. Just like the sparrow has its own place and the animals have their own place in the wild where God has created, I come to this place because it's my home. I don't have to seek entrance. I'm invited. It's my home. It's my place. It's a place of refuge. As a Christian, this is where I find strength. Verse 5, blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, in God, and whose heart are the ways of them. Blessed is though my heart is in God and my desires, my direction follow God. You know, you, your heart can't be... You, let me look at this again. It says, blessed is the man whose strength. We find our strength in God, but my heart is in God's way. I want to find my strength in God, but I'm not going to find it unless I'm following God and obedience to God. See, I need strength to be a good husband, but I mean to follow God's obedience and how to do that. In Ephesians, I'm commanded to love my wife, and there's specific explanations as to what that means. So I must do that, and if I do that, then I can expect, and by the way, that's a selfless love. It's not about me, it's about her. If I follow God's instructions and his example that he set by Jesus on the cross, a sacrificial love, then I can expect a sweet relationship. If I decide to be selfish and ignore that instruction, of course, there's going to be conflict. It's the human nature. And he says, I find strength because I will follow in what he has. Verse 6, who's passing through the valley of Baca, make it a well. The rain also filleth the pools. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeareth before God. I like what he says from strength to strength. This, is, this explanation I, I'll give you is, is kind of simplistic. There's a lot more to it, but I guess the most simplistic way to look at this, it's literally like a battery being charged. You know, almost all of us carry a cell phone. It's generally become part of our life. 
Uh, my cell phone actually sits right here. I have a timer to make sure I don't go too long when I'm doing the devotional. My phone sits here. Uh, sometimes while I'm teaching and doing these, my phone rings and I have to hit over and ignore it. But generally speaking, our lives, you know, are we watch the news, we communicate with people. It gives us direction when we're driving. Um, it, it really establishes much of our, sometimes we order food on it and it gets delivered to us. We, there's so much we can do with this seven inch or six inch or four inch or 10 inch, whatever phone you have. So much you can do with this piece of technology, but you have to charge it. And I'm telling you when, you, when the battery goes dead, you feel like part of your life is gone, like the part of the social world you're connected to disappears. It can be overwhelming and sometimes wrong, but in that case, you know what I'm talking about. Part of what you're used to is gone. You can't just grab the phone and look at scores or look at the news it, because the battery's dead. So you charge it and you trust in the technology because you've got a charged battery. Can, you know, can I tell you, we don't think the phone's dead because it's at 30% at nighttime. We plug it in and it's 100 when we wake up. The same thing is true when we go to church. When I go to church, as I've, I've dealt with from Monday to Wednesday or you know, Monday to Friday and Saturday, I've dealt with the overwhelming attacks from Satan. I've dealt with the the struggles in my home, the, the battles that I face, the desire to be what I want to be as a husband and a father, and sometimes the failures to do that. My own personal struggles with sin, the struggles of life and all that come with it, the news and all the things you look at right now are overwhelming. And so that charge, that strength I got from that fellowship and that work, corporate worship and teaching of the Word of God on Sunday, it depletes by the end of the week. So I come back Sunday because I need that recharge. Yes, my strength is found in God and I can have it in daily, but strength. But God told us in Acts 2.42, he goes, they continue, the church continued steadfastly in the apostles' fellowship, doctrine, and breaking of bed and prayer. One of those four pillars of your life is fellowship. You need that strength. You need that camaraderie. You need that, that fellowship. Now, you're not going to need it if you're not desiring to follow God. You're going to find it actually frustrating. When you come and you're not right with God and you're not following God, the... What we call fellowship of the church will honestly be annoying. You'll see, you, you'll, all, you'll see all the negatives of everyone else. But when you're walking with God, there is a longing to be around God's people. There's a longing to be worshiping God. When the songs are being sung, the songs we've known for 100 years are the songs that are new, but glorify God. There is some part of us that desires to worship because it's about Him, because we need that strength. And this is one of the places he says we can find it. Then he describes God in verse 9, Behold our God, our God, our shield, and look upon the face of thine anointed, upon us. Verse 10, For a day in thy courts, catch this, a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. One day in, in your courts is better than a thousand somewhere else. He said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wickedness. You know what he said? I'd, and the doorkeeper in the Levite time was one of the lowest positions in the temple. He said, but I'd rather have the lowest position in the house of my God than in wickedness. He says, because there's emptiness and there's just discouragement and, and stress and all the battles that come with life. I'd, I'd rather be in the lowest position there than surrounded by the wickedness. And that's the heart we should have. That is so true of somebody who desires to have God move in their life. He says in verse 11, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will God withhold from them that walk uprightly. 
O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. Catch those two verses. If we walk uprightly and follow God, no good thing will withhold. Will he withhold some things from us? Yes, because they're not good. But the good things that he wants, not always what we want, but what he knows is best, he will give those to those who walk uprightly, who are walking with him, who can handle those, who know how to to steward those things because they're walking uprightly. The Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusts in he. Can I tell you, that's all what this is about. It's my heart for God, my walk with God. It's going to come in my personal devotions, prayer. But much of what you're seeing here is this desire to be in the presence of God, desire to be in the house of God. And yes, I understand. You know, my body's a temple of the Holy Ghost. But by biblically, the house of God talks about this called out assembly, church. Let me encourage you. Those of you who desire to be here but can't be, just due to our circumstances in our world, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There is an emptiness and a loneliness because you, you want to be around people and it hurts. You know what I'm talking about. But there's something that when you have gone through life and you are drained spiritually, there's something, even if you don't even talk to someone, coming to church and just being surrounded by the singing and the preaching of the Word of God, it is an encouragement. And we don't even understand why. It's just we know that God's met with us. And it's what we needed to get through whatever's coming Monday. So therefore, let me invite you. Invite you to join us on Sundays at 10 in the morning, 5 at night. It's powerful. It's needed. And it, it grows a strength in a heart that comes through Jesus. And may we constantly understand it's, this is not about a preacher getting people in a pew this is, or in a seat. This is not about uh, numbers. This is simply about a place. We can come together and encourage each other in Jesus. And may that be what you do as you walk and you follow Jesus. I hope you join us when you can. If not, continue to join us online. And we hope this can be a great source of technology and great source of encouragement to you as well. Thanks for joining us again today. We appreciate the privilege to share God's word with you. We hope it was a help, an encouragement, a challenge, and we hope you have a great rest of your day. We look forward to seeing you next time.